You are tuned to the Porch Fiddler Radio Show. My name is Eric Wilson, and I will be your host. Welcome to the Porch, where we will hear some old-time fiddle tunes that will get your toes a-tapping, make your heart sing, and fill your mind with memories of the good old days. Our show today is a production of PorchFiddler.com, where you can hear all of our podcasts, read over show notes, find links to musicians and tunes, and catch some interesting porch fiddling videos on my YouTube channel. I would love to hear from you, so reach out and email me at porchfiddler at gmail.com. Let's get this show started with March of St. Timothy, performed by Patty Kustorak, Robin Unger, and Chris Keenan. Judy Morningstar is the composer of March of St. Timothy and named it for the church where her band played for over 10 years at a dance sponsored by the Detroit Country Dancers. One, two, one, two. Some folks believe that the song, O Danny Boy, is the national anthem for Northern Ireland, but it is not. That would be God Save the Queen. The lyrics to O Danny Boy were written in 1910 by an English lawyer by the name of Frederick Weatherly, but the tune is better known as Londonderry Air. The tune was discovered by Jane Ross in 1851. On the streets of 
Limavady, Ireland, she heard a musician perform the tune and she wrote it down. It was published in 1855 as a collection called Ancient Music of Ireland. The song at that point did not have a title, although there was a general belief that it originally originated in Londonderry, Ireland. Hence, it is, was later called Londonderry Air. Here is a recording of O Danny Boy by Tia Bruna. Here's a hornpipe that is widely known and is guessed to have come from Ireland. It has been included in over 1,900 times in tune books. It's called The Boys of Blue Hill and is performed by Kevin Burke.
You are listening to the Porch Fiddler Radio Show. We have another song coming up shortly. However, I want to tell you that you can find out more about our show at porchfiddler.com. There you can read the show notes, find links to music, and many more sources of old-time fiddle tunes. If you enjoy listening to our show today, then please click on the follow button on the listening platform that you are using. That way, each time the Porch Fiddler publishes a new podcast, you will be notified. I'm so glad that you choose to listen to the Porch Fiddler. The Road to Lis Dunvarna is a song with a story. I've been told that the boys would travel the road to the Irish town of Lis Dunvarna to meet girls in that area. I guess that explains the other names for this tune, such as All the Way to Galway, The Galway Girls, Highway to Galway, etc. This version of the song is performed by Katie and Corey Presley from Brasstown, North Carolina. If you have something to say to Porch Fiddler, you can email me at porchfiddler at gmail.com. You can tell me what you think of the show, suggest songs or artists that we can highlight on upcoming Porch Fiddler shows, or just reach out and say, hey, I look forward to hearing from you. This next song was referred to as Ladies Fancy by Dallas, Texas fiddler Benny Thomason. It's an American reel and is thought to have originated from Texas. It's more widely known as Oh Sake, Oh Man, Can You Play the Fiddle. This rendition is performed by Daniel Carwile at the National Old Time Fiddlers Contest in Weiser, Idaho in 2015. He's backed up on guitars by Brian Jimerson, Luke Price, and Ann Sumner. 
It's time for our weekly story time on the Porch Fiddler Radio Show. This is the next installment of The Adventures of Old Bob, the Fiddle, and the River. In the small town of Grace Harbor, there's a newspaper that is published every Thursday afternoon. It's called the Grace Harbor Gazette. The Gazette is printed at a local print shop on Fontana Street called Quebec Printing. Buddy Schmidt and his brother Jake are the proprietors of Quebec Printing. They have a host of people that help them produce the newspaper every week, from staff writers to advertising salesmen. There's someone who handles subscriptions and, of course, someone to create ads and to lay out the newspaper itself. Of course, there is even a clerk in the office who handles all the record-keeping of the weekly newspaper, the Grace Harbor Gazette. Old Bob got his annual bill to renew his subscription to the Gazette and decided to walk over to Fontana Street and pay his bill and visit his friend's Buddy and Jake. Old Bob and Buddy were schoolmates way back when at the local schools here in Grace Harbor. They've been friends all their lives and have shared with each other many of life's experiences as time passes. When Old Bob walked into Quebec printing, he saw Betty Ann Fink. Betty Ann is the director of the local historic theater in town and she oversees many of the arts events and theater and musical types of things that occur in Grace Harbor. Old Bob greeted Betty Ann, and she smiled and explained to Old Bob that she was just picking up flyers that she had printed for the ice festival that was going to happen in just a couple of weeks in Grace Harbor. She had a team of volunteers that would distribute the flyers to local businesses all around the county. As Betty Ann walked out, Old Bob said hello to his friend, Buddy Schmidt. Old Bob asked Buddy, What's new? Buddy picked up one of the recent editions of the Gazette from a stack and set it in front of Old Bob and pointed to the newspaper and said, That's what's news. Don't you read your newspaper every week, Old Bob? Old Bob smiled and said, Of course. I've read the Gazette from front to back every week and I've come to pay my bill so I can get another year's worth of news. But I want to know what's new with you. Buddy smiled and then wrinkled his forehead. He said, You know my wife has been hobbling around a lot and we learned that she needs knee surgery on both of her knees. Old Bob and Buddy chatted for a while about the high-quality medical care that the community is fortunate to have in this day and age. Old Bob gave Buddy some encouraging words, assuring him that his wife would be just fine and really benefit from the knee surgery. Looking at the front headline of the newspaper on the counter in front of him, Buddy said to Old Bob, What do you think of the ice festival? Have you gone to it in years past? Old Bob admitted that he had not been to the ice festival before, but he was planning on attending this year with his wife, Barbara. Old Bob questioned why the ice festival was in March, when the weather was just starting to warm up. Won't the ice melt out there on the street? 
The Grace Harbor Annual Ice Festival is the time for the community to get together in the middle of the winter. There are close to a dozen different ice sculptures set up through town for locals and tourists to enjoy watching the artists carve the sculptures. It's the time for all the stores and the antique shops to open up and for people to come and go and say hello to their neighbors and smile at each other even in the dark, short days of winter. But the ice festival this year was in March. Buddy explained that when the ice festival was held in previous years in January, that they were snowed out. Imagine that, said Buddy. An ice festival in January was snowed out. How could that be? They both laughed and agreed that it was wise to put off the ice festival until March, when the weather promised to be a little milder. And the ice festival sculptors and organizers of the event assured everyone that the ice would not melt too quickly and that folks would be able to enjoy the ice sculptures and the ice festival all weekend long. Old Bob and Buddy were glad to see each other and visit for a few minutes. As old Bob walked out of the shop, he noticed that the sky was clearing and he had hoped that winter was almost over. The sun was streaking across the sky and even though the temperatures were still quite chilly, standing in the sunshine on the sidewalk felt warm in some way. On his walk back home, old Bob thought about what fun this town he lives in with the interesting weekly newspaper to read and the upcoming ice festival and good friends to chat with. Old Bob thought about the warming trend and the weather and knew that not too far in the future he would be able to bring his fiddle out on the porch and play old-time tunes for the folks walking up and down the sidewalk. Now that was a happy thought. That wraps up another adventure of Old Bob, the Fiddle, and the River. Cecil Johnson performed our last song for this episode of the Porch Fiddler radio show. It's called Black Hawk Waltz.
That's our show for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. You can find the show notes of this podcast at www.porchfiddler.com. Please visit our website to support Porch Fiddler and click on the donate button to send a dollar or two our way each month. Also, please give us a five-star rating and review on the podcast app that you use. You can find links to all the shows played on this podcast episode at our website on the show notes page. Just go to porchfiddler.com and click on show notes. The intro and ending music on this podcast show is courtesy of my friend Jazar. His website is betterwithmusic.com. Thank you, Jazar. In next week's Porch Fiddler radio show, we will highlight more old-time fiddle tunes. This is Eric Wilson signing off for now. Stay in touch during the week by shooting me an email at porchfiddler at gmail.com or visit porchfiddler.com. Thanks and have a good week. Until next time, keep on porch fiddling. <laughs>